Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You are listening to Foul Tips, your weekend podcast to catch you up on the week that was in the world of baseball. Let's do it. Well, all right. Welcome to Foul Tips, the all-baseball solo edition of the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. Four beer with a baseball talk and a whole lot more. Today, I'll discuss the uh, Aaron Judge contract stalemate with the Yankees. I'll bring back the Rick Award, uh, named after the greatest baseball player ever, Ricky Henderson. Then I'll discuss a situation I had earlier this week while uh, umpiring whole plate of WCBL game in Medicine Hat. So as always, sit back, grab a few beers, and let's get into it. So back in April, uh, before the season started on opening day, the New York Yankees and Aaron Judge sat down for one last contract uh, try one last kick in the cat to see where can i guess we don't, don't go kicking cats everybody but uh, one last kick in the can see if they come to a, a contract uh, for the foreseeable future to see if they could uh if judge could finish his his career in pinstripes yankees final offer was seven years at 213 sheets judge uh gracefully declined i guess one way of putting it uh decided to bet on himself and bet on himself he did and the wager was good because he uh, last night the yankees uh blew out the Pittsburgh Pirates and Judge hit his 30th home run. Um, stats guys are after 80 games, 82 games the Yankees have played. Uh, they're 59 and 23. Judge is uh, 30 home runs first in the, in the uh, first in baseball, 64 RBIs fourth, and an OPS of 993, which is third. Um, hitting 287. I guess bat- batting average doesn't count much anymore in the world of baseball analytics, but we'll discuss that a little bit later. Uh, Joey Gallo. But anyways. Uh, judge bet on himself and and it looks like the, the bet's right because he's he's on pace to get a lot a lot of money uh, i don't think the yankees are going to um budge very much in this situation with what they said uh, kind of bring this up today because yesterday hal steinbrenner he he was on whatever show he's on the yankees pregame in the rain delay they, they, they were showing it last night on, on the yes network and hal steinbrenner said he'd not provide details anymore on contract negotiations whether there is stuff going on behind closed doors who knows whether they're they're actually not talking the offers are off the table who knows i hope they keep it that way because when when things get get public they can get a little bit ugly i personally as a yankee fan if you're watching on youtube later on we'll put this up there you can see in the background the pinstripe pride that i have it's just um i hope that they keep this behind closed doors it doesn't get public like i said it can get pretty greasy and a lot of crazy shit can happen, like with the Freddie Freeman situation in Atlanta and the way that, that ended up. We talked about me, with me and Dave last night on the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. But here on uh, Foul Tips, get into a little bit. The um, Steinbrenner said there's no doubt that they want to keep judging pinstripes, but there are a lot of discussions to be had. Um, a lot of because the term was the biggest thing. And I agree with that. You, you see a lot of these aging contracts, like the Albert Pujol situation hasn't turned out well at the 10 years. You look at the Robinson Cano situation, although there's a lot of external forces or internal forces between his ears, maybe with uh, getting PEDs and getting caught with everything else. But those long-term 10-year deals don't work with Judge, who's been rather injury prone at the age of 30 right now. I don't think a 10-year deal 
um, is in the, the Yankees' best interest, and I don't think that he's going to get it from the Yankees. Is there an owner out there that might give it to Judge? I think it could be a guy in New York. Uh, like my friend Jim at uh, Fan in the Van podcast said that uh, Aaron Judge isn't leaving New York City what, other than to go on a, uh, a vacation. He's staying there. I think it's going to be with the Yankees, but if it's not, will will the Mets go with with the 10-year deal just to kind of put the screws to the Yankees? It's uh, something that they've never done before, but this might be the opportunity for them to do it. But I, I just think that uh, right now, the way the, the judge is handling it and hitting home runs that are at a record pace, uh, 61 is to me is still my 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 record uh, to, in baseball, not the Barry Bond 72 or whatever he ended up getting that year. But uh, it can't be distraction winning a championship. The sole focus, hopefully that's judges' sole focus as well. And the way the way things are going, it kind of looks that looks that way. My kicker with the judge situation, and you go back to 2010 or 11, whatever year it was, uh, in Jeter's last contract negotiations, Jeter wanted a, and this is Derek Jeter. This is the face of the franchise. This is the captain. This is the whole bet. Cashman dug his heels in and said, no, man, we're not paying you more than this. You're the, yes, we're not paying you for, for your uh, popularity. We're paying you for performance. And as Judge gets older, you'll see that. So Judge needs the Yankees just as much as the Yankees need Judge. And the fact that he's going to get a very good uh, his marketability in New York is, is second to none. Maybe in LA with the Dodgers, but I can't see him ever going to the Dodgers. It's just they, they're they're too they're too loaded in the outfield already. And yes, there's a DH and everything else, but I, I can't see him going to the Dodgers because it, it'd be a, a hell of a like even the Dodgers they they, they eventually got to put a cap on what they sent they spend. Uh, but you go back to the Jeter situation. Uh, Jeter asked, "Who would you want at, at shortstop?" And he said, "You really." And Cashman said, "Do you really want me to answer that?" And Jeter said, yeah. And he said, Troy Tulowitzki, because, well, look how Tulo is now, but Tulowitzki was coming off his first um, all-star season, and it was a, a big deal to Jeter. And, and I, from what I've read, Cashman and Jeter have never seen eye-to-eye uh, since then. And so J- Judge better watch himself because, yes, he's, a, he's the best player, in, in my opinion right now, he's the best player in baseball. You can give your, your Mike Trout or anything else, but Trout doesn't win. And the Yankees, if Judge leaves – He's leaving a situation where they got a, a really good, solid team that could win a few championships. Yes, they have not done so since 2009, and they kind of had it's like so. That's a long, long time ago in Yankee Land. But this team is built to win, and they're built to win now. Maybe this year, next year, and maybe the year after. Who knows? The Astros are a really good team, as they showed last weekend. Almost no hitting the Yankees twice on consecutive days, but uh, the Yankees came out with a split in that series. But you, you just got to think that Judge, he really better. Uh, tread carefully on what he wants yes the yankees have put themselves in a situation where they do have the judges chambers out in right field uh, i guess you could just take that away but he's very marketable in new york city and the money he he can make elsewhere will not will it just won't will not equal what he's going to get with the yankees um, long-term deals he could probably get i don't know what to, uh, we'll never know but they're still selling jeter jerseys and jeter t-shirts and everything else in new york city at yankee stadium at all the the ballparks across uh, on 161st and River, at or, or all the stores across there. Uh, Jeter's, as you can see in, in my background, I, I got one and some other memorabilia as well. So it, uh, it, I think it would be in Judge's best interest to stay with the Yankees, not only for uh, legacy, uh, but for also to um, have a chance to win. And then he can make a lot of money, man. Do you? Do, I don't think the Yankees are going to go away from the the seven year deal 
I, I think that they're going to have to increase and probably front end load a deal to go above the 200 and let's go seven years, 280 probably, but front end loaded a little bit. So at, at the later, later stage, he's a big man. So the later stages of his career, he's going to, um, you know, he, your skills deteriorate and a big guy like that, think things are bound to happen. And it's just been proven year after year and strikeout rates are so high throughout baseball and judge tends to strike out uh, a little bit here and there, like not at Joey Gallo. Jeez, Gallo stinks. But anyways, um, I, I can't see judge leaving. I, I hope he stays. They, they got a good thing going and now he's playing a lot more center field. They're getting Stanton into right field a little bit here and there, which is helping out the, the, the Yankees win a game. And like I said, man, they're at a 59 and 23 pace right now. They're, they're on pace to win a, oh geez, 118 games, I guess. And why would you leave that situation? Will this situation happen next year? Probably not. It's a once every 20 some years, 25 years or 24 years in 98, they, they racked up all those wins. Uh, but it, in, I think judge stays. I, I think it's going to come down to money and not term. He's going to want the term, but the thing is once you leave, you can't come back and leaving a situation like New York city, leaving the Yankees, leaving the Bronx. Uh, it, I, it doesn't make a whole bunch of sense to me because they got, they really got a, a chance to win. And uh, as most of us know, in just in our personal lives and in jobs and everything else, the grass isn't always greener. Most of the time it's just different. So Aaron Judge, uh, my little podcast here in, in uh, at the Yankee Tavern North in Lethbridge, Alberta. Uh, I'm not begging you, but I'm asking you, can you please uh, just put, put an end to this in the offseason early so it doesn't drag into, uh, geez, drag into the into spring training next year, and get it, but get a deal done. You're, you're, you're going to be well compensated. You're going to make more money with the Yankees, and you need the Yankees just as much as they need you. Uh, don't kid yourself, because um, winning is a legacy thing. Uh, if you win a World Series in New York, you, no one can take that away from you. You look at a career that, that Mike Trout has, you feel like I'm speaking to Judge here for Christ's sakes, which I, he'll never listen to this unless someone wants to forward it to him. But you're going to, if you win a, a, a World Series and on the rate you're going right now, you could have an MVP. You'll, you'll man, you could be thinking Monument Park. Uh, you got to think how far away the, the alleged greatest player in baseball is Mike Trout, how far away they are from winning a World Series and how tough it is just to get to the playoffs. The Yankees are, are in the playoffs every year. Judge, use your head more than a hat rack, man. Sign the contract with the Yankees. Stay there forever. Win a couple of World Series for the Pinstripers and uh, go from there because uh, we, we uh, Yankee fans, we really appreciate it. You're going to make the most money. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And uh, everybody, everybody loves you in pinstripes. So uh, as my sister says, there's her, my best friend, Aaron, Aaron, whenever you come up to bat on, on, on television, though. So I hope to see you in the Bronx. We'll be there uh, August 19th, uh, DM. We're going to a Billy, Billy Joel concert right around that time. So uh, hopefully we see everybody who listens to this show. We can meet up for a beer at the Real Yankee Tavern or over at Billy's or over at Stan somewhere. But uh, looking forward to it. Looking forward to going to a Yankee game again. It's been a few years. We went down for seven years in a row until uh, the COVID situation and everything else. So we weren't allowed to cross the border, but now the things are, uh, are full blast. But anyways, thanks everybody for listening to the 1420 podcast, getting foul tips going. And again, got some big things on the horizon, going to be interviewing some, uh, some people in the WCBL right away, got some things lined up. So hopefully you guys that uh, tune in on a regular basis, if it's only one or two or three of you, let us know at 1420sports at gmail.com or get a hold of us on our Twitter account. I'm quite active on, on Twitter throughout the day. And so just uh, drop us a line. Tell us what, what, what you think of our show, what you don't think of our show. Uh, constructive criticism is, is great. Just let us know what you think. But uh, 
We, uh, we love putting this content out for you. It's going to be a lot more active throughout the, the summer months uh, when, it, when it comes to baseball because it's uh, near and dear to my heart and always has been. So anyways, uh, Aaron, sign with the Yankees. Anyways, 1420 Sports Podcast and Foul Sports Bar Podcast and Foul Tips brought to you by Fans Edge and FansEdge.com where you can pick up all your, your sports memorabilia, jerseys, jackets, hats, whatever you want to get from Fans Edge. And you get 20% off shipping in Canada, and you get free shipping to the United States. And there's always a sale or two to be had at FansEdge and FansEdge.com. Listening to Foul Tips, the, the uh, all-baseball solo edition of the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. Just as I finished that last segment that crossed the Twitter machine, judges dealing with lower body soreness, great big body like that. They played a lot of games in a row, so he uh, he's sitting out the game tonight in Fenway. First time the Yankees and and Red Sox have met at Fenway this year, and uh, the first time since opening weekend that they've that they met each other, which is uh, going to set up for a, a nice stretch run. Uh, even though the Yankees have a 14 game lead over the rest of the division, you never know what can happen. A 14 lead, game lead, uh, the Yankees can win a couple this this week, and it might put them to put them to bed. You just run, run you just run out of games, right? But anyways, Judge probably sitting out tonight with a lower body soreness. We can rest that great big body, uh, take the night off, and come play the rest of the weekend. At, uh, down at Fenway, which is a, a great place to watch a ball game. Uh, I hate to, I'll talk about it. Uh, when we went there, one of the best uh, baseball moments uh, in a in a stadium I've ever had. Uh, the night before was cold. And it was it was quite awful. But uh, the next day, we were sitting up in the in the right field seats, the Budweiser deck up there, and it, it was uh, quite great. To, in the seventh inning or whatever inning, I can't remember. It doesn't much matter. I'm sure Red Sox fans tell me what inning Sweet Caroline plays, but. The sun was shining down the down down the entire right field uh, seats, and uh, the, the, when the crowd goes into Sweet Caroline, even I had to give a uh, uh, tip of the hat. I didn't sing the song, but I gave a tip of my hat, and then had a Sam Adams there sitting in the, in the, the Budweiser deck. Anyways, it was a, a lot of fun. Didn't think I'd like Fenway as much as I did. I had a, a couple of people tell me to fuck off because I was wearing a, a, a Yankee hat, and they weren't even playing the Yankees; they were playing the Boston or the Toronto Blue Jays. Sorry, and uh, so that was a, a humorous little situation happened to me at Fenway. Uh, it, it was great. Um, had a girl budge in front of me because I was a Yankee fan. And then she asked me, my sister, how long we've been together. And I said, well, I don't know, 41 years or so. Uh, my sister's a little bit older, a couple years older than me. And it was kind of, we got a good laugh out of that when the girl's head started to twitch. And we, she ended up being quite a nice person. We had a nice discussion. My sister seems to be able to, to smooth things out with that kind of situation better than I am. But anyways, we'll get on to the Rick Award. That's uh, something we got a, a, away from in the first half of the baseball season. You get, get busy with the with football and 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 uh, hockey talk and the playoffs and life and everything else. But the Rick Award that's named after Ricky Henderson and uh, the stuff that Ricky would do, great performances or moments or just typical Rick stuff, stealing bases or getting called up for whatever. But anyways, uh, this this season's first nominees were Byron, Byron Boxton for his catch uh, starting the eight five triple play, the first eight five triple play. In uh, American League history, I believe it was, happened on, on the 4th of July at uh, Target Field. Another great place to go watch a ball game. I strongly recommend that, that place. It's a great, great spot. They got a, a little beer vending machine there. You get it on your own. It's, you get a card. It's great. I, I quite like that. Beers, uh, you go to a ball game, everybody knows that a nice cold beer is a, is, is a must. But uh, anyways, the unassisted or the, the assisted 8-5 triple play along with former Yankee Gio Urshela. Uh, he was our Rick Award number one because the catch, was fantastic so he's a nominee the catch was phenomenal now, i don't know why the the, the uh, chicago white Sox weren't tagging on the play regardless um but it was a it was a great play for the uh eight five uh triple play uh for those of you who are baseball people and, and know the uh 
the baseballism t-shirts, but you see them everywhere now. And I have one. My sister got it for me for for Christmas a few years back. But the six plus four plus three equals two. Uh, six four three position double play is two. Uh, so I I uh, put something on Twitter. They never never got back to me. The baseballism guys. They never got back to me yesterday, but I put eight plus five equals three, uh, which obviously it doesn't, but an eight, five triple play. So I came up with that one. I'm surprised I didn't get back to him. I should trademark that shit and uh, maybe make a couple of bucks outside Target Field and, and get get to make some money on that if I had to go back there or just uh, find someone in Minnesota to uh, in Minneapolis to market those for me and make a couple of bucks on, on the side. But anyways, that was uh, so Byron Buxton, nominee number one, and then Adrian Salazar, uh, former Medicine Hat Maverick, uh, in WCBL here, it's a it's a college uh, wood baseball uh, wood wood bat league here in uh, Alberta and Saskatchewan. Uh, it's good baseball. It's solid, solid baseball. As say, as you can see, a, a guy Adrian Salazar uh, was tearing up the league. He must have got a look whatever college he was at. He ended up getting a Mexican contract in the Mexican Pro League. Joining, let me get see if I can get this right. Cherperos de Satil. So congrats to him. I probably butchered that name, but. Uh, for those people from Medicine Hat who know him, uh, who know the league, and I'll uh, get that out there. Saperos de Satilo. My Spanish isn't very good, obviously, but I, I, I try. Uh, but he, uh, another uh, uh, nominee for the, for the Rick Award. So congratulations to you, Adrian, to, on the contract. More importantly, being a nominee for the Rick Award. Unfortunately, we uh, Byron Bucks, and he had 65% of the vote probably because nobody knows who this Adrian Salazar is. Uh, Adrian's family probably didn't, didn't, get, uh, didn't get the memo, but whatever, and, and load the ballot box like the Jays fans are doing for, uh, for, for, for their team in, here in, in Canada. But anyways, so our first Rick Award recipient th uh, this season is Byron Buxton of the Minnesota Twins. And remember, get your, if you're going to a ball game this summer or you're going to any, any event, you SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app, and use promo code 1420POD. That's 1420 pod and save yourself 20 bucks in your first purchase. We get a couple of bucks in the backside. So that allows us to keep putting these shows out for you guys and putting content out here. Cause uh, she's, she's tough living in the indie podcast world, but uh, make sure. And also guys, there's so many, there's a lot of podcasts out there. We, we put in a, like, I'm not begging here, but what I'm saying is there are a lot of podcasts. There's a lot of um, listening that you guys can do. Stray away from your regular ones. Stay, stay away from the guys who are making money on ESPN and TSN. And every once in a while, tune into a podcast that, like my friend Jim from Fan of the Van podcast, puts a, a great con a great show a couple, three times a week. He's, uh, he's quite humorous. I hope to meet him this summer when we do go to New York City. We can uh, maybe hoist one together or whatever we want to do and, and have a few laughs and maybe do a show together for maybe the, the bleachers out in, in uh, at Yankee Stadium or, or something along those lines. But people, if you listen to this show, Try to listen to a, a, an indie podcast once a day. Just change your listening habits. Put, put something in your ears. Um, listen to our shows. We've got a lot. I've got 100 and, or 200 and whatever shows out there where we're closing in on the 30,000 uh, download mark. So hopefully, uh, now that we're part of the Belly Up Network, which is going to help out our, our show, which and our show will in turn help out those other shows and the network as well. So we're going to belly up to the bar with the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network, and uh, we'll go from there. It's been a lot of fun for two years almost. We've been doing this, so we'll keep going as long as you guys uh, keep listening to our show. We haven't had a shutout day yet. A couple close ones there where there's some pretty low download days, but make sure you guys keep listening to shows and listen to, uh, like my friend, like I said, my friend Jim from Fan of the Band Podcast. He's on Spotify good pods and everywhere else they get your podcast. 
We're back at it with foul tips, the all baseball edition of the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. We changed things up a little bit with Sports Bar podcast because we were, I was at my brother's wedding this past weekend and uh, a lot of sports talk um, doesn't have to hover around stats and analytics and everything else. Uh, it's usually just who's better, who's this, who's that, if this, if that, you know, all that kind of crap that we talk around a sports bar. So we're doing a minor rebranding that uh, the going to be uh, the 1420 sports bar podcast. We're going to change things up after two years. A little change is good, good for the heart. Once in a while, you get a little stale and you want to get some different content out there. So we changed our name up to sports bar Comp, uh, podcast, 1420 sports bar Pro- podcast. And what it w- originally was, was 1420 is uh, in Canada here, 355 milliliters of beer is a can four times 355 is 1420. So that's how we came up with 1420 four beers were a sports talk and a whole lot more but now we're sports bar content uh which we always have but we don't talk, talk analytics a whole bunch here um this weekend the, the tr- seattle is going to be overrun with the toronto blue jays fans i've been down there a, a couple of times when the jays are in seattle they put in a great show the uh, jays fans uh, overtake i also i always call it safeco but to over the team t-mobile field and they'll, they'll have a great time there the jays man it, it's too bad their pitching staff uh, hasn't held up the way they have Kikuchi's a wreck. We use hurt, obviously. Uh, the pitching staff hasn't held up, and they haven't hit like they, they were supposed to. And then the Yankees being on their historic tear, um, it's a recipe for disaster. Uh, they're still in a wild card spot, obviously, but uh, the division is uh, slowly, slowly, slowly slipping away. And when I say slowly, it's completely slipped away. But anyways, have fun if you're a Jays fan in Seattle this weekend. Send some pitch, pick pictures to us. Uh, hashtag fourteen twenty in Seattle or foul tips in Seattle or something. Let's get something trending and get this show going. If you're if you're if you are a listener of our show, pass the good word down in Seattle. We we really appreciate the uh, we really appreciate the support. Anyways, we'll get into. I had a little. Uh, as some of you may know, if you listened to our show before, or if you or if you haven't, you're gonna you're, or if you know me, uh, I umpire baseball in WCBL. Um, I took a lot a long time off. Life got in the way. But now I'm a, I'm a proud umpire. I do about 30, 30 of these games a year, plus Canadian College Baseball Conference games and everything else. So I'm quite active out in the field on a, every other night doing a lot of games. But uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. And I'm usually the guy who's uh, rather well-mannered and everything else. And I always have a, a rule to that my, uh, like we do a three-man system in WCBL. I have a pretty strong rule to try to keep everybody in the game. Let's not have ejections and not everybody have some fun and, and not be a, a red ass umpire and just out there picking on kids or picking on coaches or coaches picking on you and go out there smile and diffuse situations. Cause they, they, they do come up in the game of baseball all the time, whether it be a, a rule snafu or a, or a bad call or a, a guy who thinks it's a bad call. You, whoever watches baseball knows that it can, can, uh, it can happen. And in the WCBL, we don't have instant replay. So therefore uh, what we say goes. And sometimes most of the time we're right. Once in a while we, we get them wrong, but I, I like to, to pride myself thinking that I, I do a, uh, a very, very good job. I'm not perfect by any means, but I do a very good job out there. And I treat myself like I, we have fun out there, but it's, I, I work a pretty professional game and we, uh, we try to have some fun in the, on the field. And I try not to, uh, in a lot of years um, that I've been doing this, I haven't come close to having an ejection. Uh, ended up with one the other night, folks. So there it was. I, uh, I popped my cherry, I guess you could say, on uh, Tuesday night, Medicine Hat game between the medicine hat mavericks and the regina red Sox. uh geez and i got it done early it was in the second inning uh, there was a pitch that was it was questionable but i uh, i called it a strike because I, I when i went to umpire school in 1997 in florida 
pro umpire school, the Jim Evans school. Uh, uh, you don't go to the bar by calling balls and safes. You call, you get to the bar by calling strikes and outs because that, that ends the game quicker. So it was a, a borderline call. I called it a strike kid. And of course, the kid was a beer batter. Uh, for those of you who don't know what a beer batter is, uh, most minor league places and, and college baseball uh, things like that, they uh, give $2 off a beer or a dollar off a beer for X amount of time when the beer batter strikes out. But anyways, this kid, he, uh, he didn't agree with my call for a strike three. I rung him up. Um, I called it. He said he pointed something. He didn't point. He just said, that's outside. And I said, oh, that's a good, that's a good pitch. And he said, he kind of stood there a little longer than, than I probably should have let him. Cause that's one thing it actually says in the, in the rule book, you can't uh, argue balls and strikes. It's automatic ejection, but because it was a borderline pitch, I didn't feel the need because if I did miss it, I didn't want to throw the kid out. Cause I, I've always said that when an umpire screws up, we shouldn't th th throw a kid out of a game. I've always thought that I still think that today, even after I had my, my, my cherry popped on, on Tuesday night in, in medicine hat. But anyways, kid stayed. Um, he was a little bit pissed off. He, he kind of lost all credibility when he said, you can't call a pitch like that when the pitcher's good. And me and the catcher from medicine hat kind of chuckled. I was like, what's that even mean, man? He's like, what's it? Whatever. So he went back to the dugout. He, he was a little bit frustrated and mad, mad at me. And it happens. But the second inning, he was a little revved up for the second inning, I think, but he, uh, oh, well, it happens. I heard some banging after the first pitch. I looked over the dugout just to see what was going on. And the Regina, one of the Regina coaches yelled something in the lines of, uh, you don't need to look over here. You got to look at, uh, look at the plate and get your strike zone and set. So that kind of got me a little bit revved up. I thought, geez, they're, they're going to be beacon all night long. It's only a second inning. It's going to make for, for a really long night for old Brent Radlinski behind the plate. Uh, it was a nice night. Didn't want that to ruin, ruin it. I was like, okay, just put it behind it. It's whatever. Let's not throw anybody out. But I was thinking, Jesus. If they're going to be like this all night long, I don't fucking need it. So anyways, next batter grounded into a inning ending uh, fielder's choice. I took my, my spot up in, on the third baseline so I could look over the Regina dugout to make sure they weren't beaking at me or saying stuff behind my back if I was on the first baseline. So I'm standing there doing that. And uh, there was, it was quiet, quiet, quiet. And uh, the third base coach, he went in behind me. He didn't say a word as he's walking, walking down the line. So I could see him out of the corner of my eye. And uh, he started beaking about that. I'm you're better than that. You got to get better than that. I'm like, oh, whatever, man. I said, that's enough. I said, I said, that's it. No more, no more. He chirped out something back. I think he said something about my shoes or whatever it was. And I, uh, I said, okay, that's it. And I said, you're done. You get out of here. And he started yelling at me that I was soft, that I was soft. And I said, I'm not soft at all, man. You, you just had it. You, you, that's it. Get the fuck out of here. So there was my uh, there was my ejection for for the year. Hopefully that's my last one. I got a couple of games. I got a game tonight actually here in, in Lethbridge, with I think Brooks is in town. Then I got a game on Saturday night where I'm behind the plate again. So hopefully I don't miss any pitch and get anybody mad at me because I don't need any more ejections. Because the worst part of it was, uh, man, when I got home I had to, to do an ejection report, and that took me until about twelve forty five at night just to figure out how to type it up, find it on the on on the uh, the league website and everything else. So that was actually the worst part of it. There was no harm. The, the Regina catcher after that half inning, he came out and he, he apologized and said, don't hold it against. I said, no, 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 it's fine. But anyways, the trials and tribulations of an amateur umpire. It's a thing. I love it. I have a great time doing it. It's I uh, got to, like I said, the game tonight. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm not going to have any more ejections. If I do have any, I'll be sure to report them here in the, on the, uh, on foul tips on a, uh, hopefully I don't have to, but we'll talk about some other things that happen in WCBL. Uh, it's a good league. If you're, if you're listening in Lethbridge or wherever, you guys listen, you have a chance to go to a game this weekend. 
whether it be the Cape Cod League, whether it be the North Woods League, whether it be the West Coast League, uh, the West Canadian League, or whatever. There's so many of these leagues out there. If you're going to minor league park, go to a ballpark park and have some fun. We, we weren't allowed to do so for a couple of years. So let's get out there and, and support these teams and support the, uh, the, the, the communities, everything else. Cause it's a lot of fun. Don't take it to, uh, if the, if the production value isn't where you think it should be, go and have a couple of beers in the stands and, and laugh and joke and yell at the umpire and, and, and have a good time, buy some merchandise and support these teams. Cause they, they really appreciate it. And they, uh, everybody plays a little harder when the crowd's a little bit bigger. So it's a lot of fun. Get out and support your local teams, whether it be the major leagues or down to a college level team or the summer collegiate leagues. Like I said, it's a, it's a lot of fun. But anyways, that's another edition of foul tips. Uh, glad to get back on the, on the air with you guys. I don't get the chance very often. For some reason I get, uh, I get butterflies once in a while, but like I said, Make sure you go to a game this weekend. Support your local indie uh, podcasters. Listen to a show. And anyways, to end to end our show, um, take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself to need you around. And remember, smart people bunt. We'll talk to you again tomorrow, and hopefully we uh, can get some guests on the show real soon. Good night. We'll talk to you uh, again, hopefully tomorrow. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.